the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298 CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio with SRN News? I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump is assembling his defense team for his trial. They include former law professor Alan Dershowitz and Ken Starr, who led the investigation into Bill Clinton back in 1998. The Federal Aviation Administration halted all flights for hours in and out of Chicago's O'Hare Airport, one of the nation's busiest due to a sprawling winter storm. The alert on the agency's website was lifted at 9.45 p.m. last night. They are also warning, however, there could be much more bad weather in the forecast today, and especially in the Midwest, and up to uh, two feet of snow in some parts of the Northeast tomorrow. A number of winter adv- advisories are in effect as a result. On Wall Street Friday, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was up 50 points at 29,348. The Nasdaq up 31. The S&P 500 up by 12 points. This is SRN News. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Salem Communications Holding Corporation stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC from time to time will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents that are responsible for any and all taxes. For full contest rules, see this station's website. AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio, just past 1 o'clock, which means one thing, it's time to make talk radio great again. It's your Northern Alliance Radio Network headliner, Mitch Berg. Coming up next, with The Patriot, entertaining conservative commentary and news you need is available to you wherever you are. Download a free app from your device's app store. Just search for AM 1280, The Patriot. Here's your Twin Cities forecast brought to you by Great Plains Windows and Doors. Snow likely to last. Patchy blowing snow into tonight and a high of 23 today. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the show that is making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, which in just a couple short weeks will be celebrating its 18th anniversary. It can sign contracts and get married. It can join the military. It cannot buy a gun or drink. But it's getting there. It can drive. It's been driving for a couple of years here. It's been driving progressives crazy, especially in the Twin Cities, via the pure weight of ineluctable logic. That's what I bring to the uh, table five days a week at ShotInTheDark.info. <laughs> Excuse me. And, uh, of course, every Saturday, this broadcast uh, for sixteen, almost 16 years now. We're two months away, just a little under two months away, actually, from our 16th anniversary. And... Uh, We'll be observing that this year. Actually, I've been saying that for six years, but this year I really mean it. It'll happen. <laughs> Our phone number is 651-289-4488. That's how you can join us uh, live via the telephone. Uh, you can also join us on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N Show. Operators are standing by, by a both, uh, via both of those media. We'd love to have you join us either way. So one of the things that, well, I'd say it supplies content for this program intermittently, but let's be honest, it's a constant gift that keeps on giving on this broadcast, is the extent to which the American mainstream media uh, is, a, is a gift that just keeps on giving for people like me. And I, I'm going to talk about that here because there's a bit of a local connection here. And by bit of a local connection, I mean something that Twin Cityans would do well to perhaps be ashamed of. 
by the way, before I do that, I've got to remind you, I've got a bunch of stuff coming up here uh, the next couple of weeks. I'll be telling you about an upcoming uh, Elephant in the Room gig here shortly. Also, all sorts of uh, Salem events coming up here as well here, including a few. Well, I guess a few of them I can't quite tell you about yet, but they're coming up here. So stay tuned. we got some fun stuff happening at the station. Anyway, before I get into talking about this uh, this year's this week's rather uh, one of this week's several media uh, stickings of foot in the mouth up to the knee joint. I, I need to give you a quick background. If you're not really up on popular culture for the last 15 years or so, there's a movie it's uh, produced by a fellow named Mike judge who was famous for the uh, early I don't know, 1990s cartoon Beavis and butthead, uh, which in retrospect was a, a wonderful, wondrous commentary on modern politics. But, it, it it went on. He went on to produce a movie that was an even more wondrous commentary on on modern society and and life, the way it seems to be devolving. I I did use the word devolving. Uh, it's a movie called Idiocracy. It's a it's a movie in which uh, a, a two well people that no one really cares much about, a soldier and a uh, a a lady of the evening, are accidentally put into suspended animation. By you know, as part of a military experiment, and then lost in a warehouse. Where five hundred years later, they come out of hibernation to a world where, in which the fact that stupid people breed much faster than intelligent people has taken its toll, and the entire world has turned into idiots. And these two relatively normal to perhaps below average people, by the standards of two thousand of the twenty first century, are staggering geniuses compared to the people that have evolved around them. The movie's called Idiocracy, and one of the comments that is rapidly becoming cliche about looking at the world around you, I don't care if you're a progressive or a conservative, is proof that idiocracy is a documentary, and, and whatever you want to show as being stupid uh, is, is evidence of this. And it's becoming a bit of a cliche. I, I will say I was one of the first to use it, and so I can call lesser invocations uh, a cliche if if I want to, because I I was I truly believe one of the first on the ground uh, with that particular uh, saying, which again is now cliche. Uh, a fellow named Aaron Rupar, who by the way is. Uh, Former reporter, and I use the term reporter in scare quotes, but then I guess whenever I use the term journalist, in fact, let's use the term journalist. I don't know how much of a reporter Rupar is or ever was. I will say this. I will say this in defense of Aaron Rupar, who's a local guy. He's from the northern burbs originally, and he worked at uh, the City Pages, which is basically uh, the low-rent PR uh, rag sheet for the local DFL or for the local five, maybe even too far to the left of the DFL. Although when push comes to shove, they will stand up and bark on command for uh, the, the Twin Cities left, especially uh, the, the city, Minneapolis City Council. Uh, and Aaron Rupart, to his defense, was less inept as a reporter as opposed to journalist uh, than the people who've come since him at the city pages, which is this never ending proof that some bo uh, barrels have no bottoms and the bottom of the barrel, that is the quote journalism end quote at uh, Minneapolis's city pages is one of those barrels. You think you're scraping the bottom of the barrel, but you can always go down a few for a uh, few layers further as the uh, I don't even want to call them reporters. The, the stenographers and giggly junior high kids that have followed after Aaron Rupar have proven. Now, by the standards of people who are writing for the city pages in, say, the 1990s, when, by the way, there was some excellent reporting and journalism happen, happening there under the leadership of an editor named Steve Perry. No, not the guy from the band Journey. Uh, they actually were better than either of the Twin Cities dailies, to which you as a conservative might say, that's a low bar indeed. At one point, it was not. There was a time when one could count, sort of, on the Twin Cities media to cover some stories fairly, thoroughly, and effectively, to live up to this ideal that journalists have for largely for themselves these days, no one else has it for them, that they are curious people, People who are, and I love this one, I hear this from journos, 
people who are trained to ask questions. And of course, if you read the media today, the only question, uh, the mainstream media, for the most part, there are exceptions, but for the most part, the only question they ask is, is this going to harm whoever is on the left of any upcoming political contest? Uh, other question being, how can we, what can we need, what, what do we need to do to completely scupper this story uh, so that it will not harm Democrats? Well, Aaron Rupar was the reporter for the city pages during probably about half to 60% of the way down its slide to where it is today from its glory days from about 1992 to 1999-ish when an acquisition wound up uh, getting most of the good reporters and actual journalists uh, with any integrity laid off. Aaron Rupar came around probably five years ago and as suddenly as is there, he was gone. He wound up working for some nonprofit in D.C. And now he works for Vox.com, of which more in a moment. Now, those of us in the conservative alternative media were dismissed back during the heyday of blogging due to the idea that journalism, unlike we mere bloggers and us mere talk show hosts, Journalists had layers and layers of gatekeepers who would make sure that they were fact-checked and fact-checked again and that the facts they presented were, were honed to a fine factual sheen for us, the mere plebeian consumers, uh, which, by the way, is something we showed over and over again during the, the height of, of the blogging era. Uh, it was not true that they, in fact, would put out any bit of garbage at all as long as it fits their narrative. And by the way, the likes of uh, Powerline uh, and our former co-hosts and colleagues in this show, Scott Johnson and John Hinderocker, show that still every day uh, they are still just about the only place in the Twin Cities where you can get actual honest coverage of Ilhan Omar's depravity. Uh, in terms of laws, following the law, and and so forth. Anyway, Aaron Rupar, part of this media machine, as as a, re quote, reporter, end quote, for Vox.com, which is, by the way, I, I have to tell you, one of the most annoying facades in all of American media, and I'm counting on the media from WNYC, a public radio uh, broadcast that is essentially a cheerleader for our so-called elite media. Uh, Vox.com was set up, I don't know, four or five years ago, sometime before the 2016 election, is all I recall, with a mission, by, by the way, by a fellow named Ezra Klein, who, along with Matt Iglesias, is sort of a one-person uh, testimonial for a, an Ivy League degree being worthless these days. Uh, I've known Ezra Klein from back in the glory days of blogging, and suffice to say, he's right where it belongs in every sense of the term. Uh, trouble in River City? Oh, yeah. Anyway, Vox.com set itself up with a mission to, and I quote, contextualize the news for the proles. They don't throw in the proles bit, but you know what they mean. The rank and file, the plebeians, the hoi polloi don't have the intelligence in the point of view of the big left uh, who, who run Vox.com, which, by the way, is a spinoff of the Washington Post. Uh, they don't have the brains to, to think what they're supposed to think about the news. And so the narrative needs to be reinforced, especially for breezy young millennials who've never really been taught critical thinking. Aaron Rupar uh, fits in ably with that, that particular mission. And now this is not an official Vox.com publication, but Aaron Rupar's Twitter feed certainly can be associated fairly with it. A tweet came out, I don't know, last night, last, yeah, last night, probably around 10-ish or so, 9 or 10. Uh, it's uh, at his Twitter feed, A.T. Rupar, at A.T. Rupar. And, and it shows a picture from uh, the Twitter feed of the United States Space Force. And by the way, it's not a parody account. It's a blue-checked um, account for the U.S. Uh, United States Space Force, Donald Trump's new uh, branch of service to handle operations in space and it shows the first space force uh, space force utility uniform name tapes uh, have touched down at the pentagon is the tweet and it uh, it shows by the way a, a, a model a 
service person standing in a camouflage uniform, which is, by the way, how most military people of all services uh, do their daily business these days. Not in the old green uniforms or blues if you're a Marine or a sailor, uh, but in fact in, in camouflage jacket. And in this case, the name tape over the left uh, breast pocket says U.S. Space Force instead of Army or Marines or Air Force. And it's got a United States Space, Space Force patch on the left shoulder just below the American flag. It's a camouflage uniform, same as every other branch of service. And Aaron Rupar, a highly trained elite mediaist and highly trained asker of questions from Vox.com, which is supposed to contextualize the news for all you ninnies out there, had a question that, frankly, set a lot of us back wondering, what are we, what are we dealing with here? What form of space has sent these people to inform us? Much more in a moment. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Go nowhere. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart. Tune in and radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. If you're a homeowner, I've got great news that could save you money. In response to rising home prices, federal housing officials have stepped in to help make mortgages more affordable. Here's how. Some mortgage loans with specific maximum amounts are backed by government agencies, and those borrowers receive lower interest rates because the government insures them. But now the government is expanding the limits of these types of loans by 10 percent or higher. So what does that mean for you? It means a lot of people with mortgages will now qualify for lower interest rates because of this government expansion, and they don't even know it. So how do you know if you qualify? Easy. Just speak with one of our loan agents and ask if your mortgage now qualifies for a lower interest rate because of expanding loan limits. For a free quote, visit CashCallMortgage.com or call 800-457-6947. That's 800-457-6947. 800-457-6947. Do you want to get rid of your expensive landline, save money, but keep your important home telephone number? then OurOldNumber.com has the perfect solution. OurOldNumber.com allows you to keep your home phone number and cancel that expensive landline connection. With OurOldNumber.com, calls from family and friends to your home phone number are answered by a personal greeting from you. The caller selects which family member they want to reach, and the call is immediately forwarded to that family member's cell phone. Your important home phone number is still your number. It's still in directory assistance, and no matter where you happen to be, you'll never miss a call. There's no equipment to buy. There's nothing to install. There are no long-term contracts. And it's only $9.99 per month. Best of all, OurOldNumber.com eliminates those annoying sales calls. Now, your home telephone number can be as mobile as you and your family are with OurOldNumber.com. Visit OurOldNumber.com to learn more and get started today. OurOldNumber.com. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-708-3091. 800-708-3091. That's 800-708-3091. Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Hey, don't forget, our first book of the month of this year is Raising a Strong Daughter in a Toxic Culture, 11 Steps to Help Keep Her Happy, Healthy, and Safe, written by pediatrician and parenting expert Meg Meeker, focuses on the challenge, pressures, and dilemmas facing adolescent and teen girls today. Sign up to win a signed copy today at the Freedom Fan Club, am128thepatriot.com. It's a must-read for parents with young daughters, or, like me, young granddaughters. 
Check it out. Go to am12athepatriot.com. Sign up. Sign up. And by the way, get a link to the book proper. It's well worth a read. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Uh, should you care to join us, and, and I sincerely hope you do, you can also reach us on uh, hashtag NarnShow on Twitter. That's N-A-R-N Show, short for Northern Alliance Radio Network. If you don't like to talk on the air, but you want to get your question out there, I'd love to hear from you. So we're talking about a tweet that came out yesterday, and I've already probably spent too much time yet on it. And yet, it shows the extent to which, I think, my two cents worth, one of the many stories that shows the extent to which our our journalistic class in this country has decayed, atrophied intellectually. It's by a fellow named Aaron Rupar, who, by all accounts, I, I've only had to deal with him once, uh, and it wasn't completely unpleasant, unlike some of his colleagues who, quite frankly, even especially at the city pages, have a long history of just abject intellectual and moral depravity. Uh, do I want to go into details? Not right now. It's not really uh, not really appropriate at the moment here, but suffice to say, I sure could. Anyway, uh, Aaron Rupar, who commented on a, a tweet that came out from the U.S. Space Force, that's Donald Trump's new branch of service, co-equal with the Army, Navy, uh, Air Force, technically the Marines as well, uh, United States Space Force showing a new uniform, which is not really a new uniform. It's a camouflage uniform, the same sort of uniform that uh, a soldier, a Marine, uh, an airman, really, in most places, uh, would wear. The, the sort of green, brown, and tan camouflage, it called, it's called woodland, uh, for, for those who are familiar with the term. It's called a BDU, Battle Dress Utility, is, is the official term for it. And really, it's no different from those you find in the the three uh, the three land and air services and the sort of blue based camouflage worn by the navy these days which just unbelievably pointless to my point of view i mean if you're on a ship what does camouflage do for you and, and i say this as a native of north dakota a maritime state where the salt water's in our veins blue camouflage when you're on a large gray ship has no effect. I don't get it. I don't have to get it. It's I'm I'm not in the Pentagon anyway. U.S. Space Force has shown its new uniform, which is really the same as every other service's uniform. Only where it's the name tape would normally say U.S. Army or U.S. Marines or U.S. Air Force. It says U.S. Space Force, and there's a U.S. Space Force patch on the left arm, just below the American flag. It's camouflage. Aaron Rupar tweeted yesterday, probably around, I don't know, 9 or 10 at night. Trump's Space Force troops wearing camo in space is perhaps the strongest evidence yet that idiocracy is a documentary. Trump's Space Force troops wearing camo in space is perhaps the strongest evidence yet that idiocracy is a documentary. Well, we've got some of the aforementioned evidence in place here, but Probably not the way Aaron Rupar thinks. He apparently thinks that <clears throat> Space Force personnel are going to be, for the most part, in space. They're not. I, I, and I would love to ask Aaron Rupar if indeed he answered questions, and I have posed the question to him via social media a number of times in the last uh, few hours. Does he think sailors, as a matter of their daily course of business, wear swimsuits or life jackets? More perhaps to the point, the Air Force is a force of hundreds and thousands of men and women, of which perhaps a few thousand are actual pilots, whose, by the way, work attire includes a crash helmet, a G-suit, uh, a, 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 actually, a full survival suit with uh, with uh, anti-gra basically inflatable bladders to protect them from high G forces in in uh, intense maneuvering, as well as things like life jackets, built-in survival uh, equipment, things to latch your harness harness onto, links to latch on survival gear should you have to bail out or eject from your aircraft, and yet. The other 99% and change of the Air Force wears a camouflage uniform because, 
And this may be a radical, no, or perhaps not even a camouflage uniform, perhaps uh, the traditional Air Force white dress shirt and blue pants uh, that, that much of the office, uh, office and administrative force in the Air Force uh, wears. Would that be, since they're the Air Force, should not every single typist, every single human resource administrator and accountant, every single uh, flight uh, surgeon, every single person, um, flight mechanic, armorer, fuel hose operator, crew chief, should they not be wearing crash helmets and survival suits? They're in the Air Force after all. And, and perhaps that's a little unfair to pose the question that way to Aaron Rupar and other people like him who might have had that thought at the idea of Space Force wearing a non-space uniform, even though, even if someday we have Buck Rogers spaceships zipping around the solar system, commanded by our Space Force, still the vast majority of the people, like the Air Force, like the Navy, are going to be right here in the good old USA, filling out forms, hauling supplies around, fixing things, administering things. The question I have, given that reality to Aaron Rupert, who, lest we forget, is a journalist who we are told is trained to have a keenly honed sense of critical thinking and to ask questions, to be insatiably curious about the world around him. Let me ask that to, to Aaron Rupo or his fellow <clears throat> journalists. What would you suggest that Space Force personnel, who at this point in history largely administer things like satellites, drones, launch vehicles, recovery vehicles, and intelligence gathering apparatus, what should they be wearing as they walk around, I don't know, mission control? As they walk around the Pentagon? As they walk around an Air Force base that's been given, uh, part of which give, has been given over to Space Force duties? What should they be wearing? Moon suits like Neil Armstrong taking one giant step for mankind, getting off the Eagle? Should they be wearing, I don't know, Stormtrooper armor? Hopefully they're better shots than that. Should they, heaven forfend, have to do any shooting? Should they perhaps be dressed in Federation garb, like on Star Trek? No red shirts, though. Don't want any of those. Perhaps they should be dressed like, I don't know, Sith, walking around with, with black power armor and waving lightsabers about. Maybe in the world of Aaron Rupar. Highly trained journalist and asker of tough questions, working for Vox.com, whose mission in this world is to contextualize the news for millennials who've never been taught critical thinking. Perhaps that's Aaron Rupar's idea of what a space force, space, space force uniform should be. Beyond that, I would have to ask a question. If I could talk to Aaron Rupar and... You know as I well as I do, I never will. Because once these people get to a certain quote level, end quote, and goodness knows Vox.com certainly thinks it is a level of the media. Once people get to that level, and I, that level I mean Minnesota Public Radio on North, they think they're above answering questions from the hoi polloi. But one wonders if Aaron Rupar highly trained journalist and asker of the tough questions, doesn't actually think that Space Force has equipment with which to go into space for which they would need space suits, moon suits, pressure suits, helmets. You know they don't, right? <sighs> anyway. That was this past week's uh, go-around with the media, but it's not the only one. There's There have been a couple of interesting stories that popped up in the media that showed a certain amount of 
Well, not quite the the absence of critic. Well, no, the same absence of critical thinking that Aaron Rupar of Vox.com, a spinoff of the elite Washington Post, that sort of lack of critical thinking. More of that, but more local and less celestial in, in nature. And we'll be talking about that when we come back. In Ray, the great Minnesota get-together and the places in which that get-together takes place. We'll be talking about that and much more. Give us a call, though, 651-289-4488. That's the number to call to join the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Or you can join me at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N show on Twitter. Because the silly isn't just at Vox.com. Oh, no, it's all over the place, as we will find out. Go nowhere. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. With the cold weather upon us, it's time to look at the bright side of winter for homeowners. Did you know this is the best time of year to get quotes on window replacements? Contractors are very motivated during the slower time of year, and the prices reflect that. It's also the perfect time to examine your windows with a heat gun to see which ones are the worst if you only want to replace a few. I'm Ryan with my three quotes. As you may already know, this is the only free service of its kind. I'll stop by with the heat gun when we measure your windows, and I'll email you competitive installed window quotes from multiple local contractors. Whether you're looking for major brands like Anderson and Marvin or local Minnesota vinyl brands, we'll come up with the best options for your house during our one-hour meeting. Normally, you would need to sit through nine hours of high-pressure dog and pony shows to get that many quotes. Let me do the legwork for you since I know where to get the best quality at the best prices. If you decide to move forward, I'll be there to write up the order and do a walkthrough when it's done. And yes, installs are done all winter long. Set up an appointment online at My3Quotes. That's the number three, My3Quotes. The start of a brand new year is a great time to make changes and improvements. So if you've got cracked teeth, missing teeth, or loose old wobbly dentures, then ImplantMiracle.com invites you to get a brand new smile and save a lot of money with beautiful, top-quality, long-lasting dental implants as low as $2,499 per tooth. Other places charge $4,000, $5,000, even $6,000 per tooth. But at ImplantMiracle.com, our price is as low as $2,499 per tooth. That's a great deal. Plus, we offer free consultations, free standard x-rays, and easy payment options to fit your budget. So as we begin a brand new year, do something nice for yourself by not overpaying for dental implants. Instead, come to ImplantMiracle.com, the local dental office where implants are very affordable. For more information, see our website, ImplantMiracle.com. That's ImplantMiracle.com. Hi, this is PJ from PJ's Appliance Outlet, your local, family-owned, and operated appliance store. No matter where you live in the Twin Cities, PJ's is worth the drive. We're centrally located in Plymouth. Just this past month, we've had satisfied customers from Maple Grove, St. Paul, Minneapolis, Eden Prairie, Bloomington, all over the Twin Cities. We take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores by simply providing over-the-top customer service, great quality products at unbeatable prices. PJ's has quickly become the trusted go-to store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You can save hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars on brand new warranty name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers and dryers, dishwashers and freezers, top brands like LG, Frigidaire and much more. Come visit our showroom today and ask for PJ, Bob or Jake or visit our website at pjsappliantsoutlet.com. That's pjsappliantsoutlet.com where every deal is a steal. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, check out our new daily newsletter. The Daily Insider, your first look at today's top stories. You get a rapid-fire look at the day's news from a conservative viewpoint. It's detailed, and yet it's concise. Just got a couple minutes to catch up on today's top stories before whatever you got to do. Pick up the kids, get to work, hitting the bookie, whatever you got to do. Anyway, we at uh, Salem Twin Cities have created the Daybreak Insider just for you. And you can subscribe at am1280thepatriot.com. Use keyword subscribe. 
the Daybreak Insider, am1280thepatriot.com. Your first look at the news every single day. Do it. I do it. Yeah, I signed up for it. It's been great. I don't have to bother with the network news anymore. Neither should you. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. 651-289-4488. Or you can join me at hashtag NarnShow on Twitter, N-A-R-N Show. Operators are standing by. News came out uh, this past week that the Minnesota State Fair Board will be discussing and voting on a number of concerns this past week, uh, including today, including a proposal to tighten security at the fair's interest gates. Now, nothing is immune from societal change. By the way, this is from uh, from from uh, Channel Eleven. Uh, nothing is immune from societal change. Not even in, uh, I'm quoting Channel Eleven here from a piece by Dana Thede. Uh, not even an institution that conjures up memories of kinder, gentler, more innocent times like the Minnesota State Fair does. This weekend, the annual Minnesota State Fair Agriculture Society Joint Convention at the State Fair Board will discuss and vote on a number of concerns, including a proposal to install metal detectors at the fair's entrance gates. Uh, Quoting Jerry Hammer, who's the uh, general manager of the Minnesota State Fair, quote, we've looked at adding metal detectors as part of our safety program for a while now, as we believe is this the next step to maintaining a safe and secure environment, uh, says uh, Mr. Hammer. By the way, any decision or vote made on the metal detector will be announced, uh, the proposal will be announced this coming Monday sometime. Now, According to Channel 11, Hammer didn't address the reasons metal detectors are on the agenda, but in recent years there have been incidents on and uh, just outside the fairgrounds, which have uh, raised some uh, concerns about patron safety. For example, last year three people were shot and a woman was struck by a car in the final chaotic hours of the fair's final day. Witnesses said the situation began with a fight that led to 19-year-old Dynasty Scott being critically injured by a motorist driving on Snelling Avenue. Officers responding to that scene when they heard gunshots about a block away at the main state fair gate. One man was found suffering from a gunshot wound, while two others who were wounded later showed up at a local hospital. These shots were fired as fair-going families walked toward their cars and their park-and-ride buses. Quote, everybody was put at risk. There were several shots, said Steve Linders, spokesman for the St. Paul Police Department. This is incredibly concerning. It doesn't matter if the person was shooting east or west, north or south. That covers all the bases. There's a lot of people in that area, and it was incredibly dangerous. So the idea here is that if you put metal detectors at the gates of the Minnesota State Fair, that will keep people, and I quote, safe on the grounds uh, of the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. Of course, the metal detectors don't cover where the actual violence happens, has been happening lately, which is on the outskirts of the fair where throngs of youths exhibiting vibrant culture are uh, carrying on doing the voodoo that they do. And, and and yes, it's entirely possible they will come onto the state fairgrounds. But the, the fact is, all that this is going to... Adding metal detectors is is perhaps a sign. Maybe, it, maybe it's a giving in to the reality that, that people are concerned about some of the violence that is endemic throughout uh, the Twin Cities uh, leaking onto the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. That's entirely possible. Uh, And this is a story that kind of caught my attention, partly because it's, 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 it's one of a couple of stories that references uh, issues that have been happening in the Twin Cities. Uh, lately, and specifically the crime. We talked uh, last week about uh, the the crime rate in Minneapolis and St. Paul. Uh, and it's been an interesting story because in St. Paul, the homicide rate doubled in the last year, but violent crime dropped 12%. In the meantime, in Minneapolis, homicide is up 50% over this past year, and violent crime as a whole is also up. The Minnesota State Fairgrounds, rather unique among state fairs in the United States, is deep in the heart of one of the largest metro areas in the state. And being adjacent to the Midway, which is a neighborhood that has found itself rather badly blighted by the addition of light rail and furthermore by the addition of the A-line, which 
in theory, is a, is a cool idea for a bus rapid transit line up and down Snelling Avenue from uh, Rosedale Mall past the fairgrounds down to the 46th Street train station, enabling you to get from the midway to the airport mm, relatively quickly should you want to take mass transit to the airport, which nobody does. Uh, at any rate, uh, the, 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 they're, they're between the train and the, the bus rapid transit. I mean, they're two of the easiest... Uh, Easiest ways to get around the Twin Cities free <laughs> that you can find. Uh, the I, I mean, all you have to do is jump on. Every I, I think in a year and a half of riding the train, I saw perhaps uh, uh, Metro Transit cops maybe half a dozen times in 18 months actually checking to see if people are paying the fares. So if you are a ne'er-do-well or just someone without a lot of money, you just want, you want to get around the Twin Cities on the cheap, that's what you can do. And, and the, the, the sort of Urban vibrancy, let's just say, the vibrancy of the culture around the Minnesota State Fairgrounds has escalated in recent years. And yes, I am using the sarcastic definition of the term vibrant. That's one of those new terms that new urbanists are turning into to a bit of a cliche. Uh, vibrant culture usually means dysfunctional, violent, and, and with no respect to the rights, health, uh, property, or lives of others. Uh, the media uses it in the other sense. Uh, I refuse to. At any rate, uh, so another story that popped up the other day is one of my favorite establishments in downtown Minneapolis, Ike's Food and Cocktails, is closing. After 18 years in downtown, it's it's closed. After the start of uh, the first of the year, uh, the, the bar has said it's closed until February 1st for necessary upgrades and renovations. By the way, this is according to the city pages. Um, Anyway, they're now uh, uh, the the Ike's downtown uh, location has closed. And by the way, I I always loved Ike's. First of all, their breakfast breakfast buffet was astounding. I I used to go there for uh, with with uh, various people in my life for birthday uh, (laughs) the what's it called the the Bloody Mary breakfasts uh, for for people's birthdays. Absolutely spectacular. and just a wonderful, wonderful uh, place to go. Well, it was. Anyway, it's gone now. Ike's owner, Gene Winstead, says the business tried negotiating with building owners, but uh, talks to renegotiate the lease with the landlord starting over the summer had failed. Last week, building owners served Ike's with an eviction notice. Building is owned by a company from uh, outside the United States, Newmark Knight Frank, which is based in Singapore. Uh, Ike's, anyway, known for a drink venue, uh, seasonal guacamole pretty it's it's a it's a funky place but i love that it. it had great cocktails great food a little expensive but uh but worth it for certain circumstances anyway now the owner mr winstead told the star tribune there were quote many issues that made business difficult downtown it, and he listed a lot of things and he was very honest and frank in an interview with the star tribune uh, in talking about why Ike's was closing, uh, among them, he said, and, and and one of the the intriguing things about what he said was, or refreshing things about what he said was, no one of these causes necessarily was going to lead to his restaurant shutting down. Uh, there was he listed the the raise in the city minimum wage, which has crimped restaurants particularly badly because, of course, they get no tip credit. In Wisconsin, just across the river, uh, waiters, waitresses, waitstaff get a tip credit. They get less than a minimum wage because, if they're any good, they make up for it in tips. And that's the idea. I mean, yes, you may be making two fifty an hour, but if you're at a decent location, you can make uh, well into five figures a year as, as a good weight, weight person. In fact, I know of people at fairly decent mid-sized bars who make six figures a year waiting tables. Granted, we're not talking at Denny's here. All due respect to Denny's. We're talking some places where you can drop 25, 30 bucks on meal and a drink. But that's how it works. You work your up to a place where the clientele tips and is tipping on decent sized tabs. You can make a little bit of money as wait staff. How much? Some of the higher end steakhouses in the Twin Cities have wait staff who have been doing it for a while and are very good at it and serve a very good product that make. Over $200,000 a year waiting tables. Yes, you heard that right. So he listed 
a, a number of these issues that that cause restaurants to shut down. And by the way, whenever you tell a member of the DFL establishment that their taxes, their regulations, their unfunded mandates about things like uh, paid sick time, mandatory paid sick time to part-time employees and minimum wages are behind restaurants shutting down. They'll say, well, restaurants close all the time. Bars have a pretty tight shelf life after all. And that's true. Restaurants and bars, hospitality in general is a difficult business. It's tough to make it in those businesses. But here's the deal. Ike's other locations, out in the suburbs, in Bloomington, out at the airport, uh, U.S. Bank Stadium, where there's sort of a captive audience willing to throw down a lot of money, they're doing just fine. It's just the downtown Minneapolis flagship location that is having trouble. Oh, yeah, they listed one more uh, reason that they're closing. That is the perception that downtown Minneapolis is getting dangerous. I want to come back to that and deal with a little bit of cognitive dissonance with the media and with uh, Twin Cities ruling class when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. 2020 is the year your business is going to thrive. Or will it? Resolve to use digital marketing to your advantage with the help from the pros at Salem Surround. Whether you're just testing the waters of digital marketing or already have a plan in place that's not getting results, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. Face it, if you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales. Salem Surround will help identify any weak points in your marketing marketing strategy and consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations. Total market penetration for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 The Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Millions open a My Social Security account so they can prepare for retirement. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. 
Hey, don't forget, Meaningful Conversation is important to you. You know this. We know this. That's why we invite you to listen every day to our new sister station, Freedom 1570. We also think our joy uh, with 1570. Tune in right perspective on today's hot new topics from Dana Lash, Mark Levin, Ben Shapiro, and much more. Don't compare the stations. Just listen to both of them. Our sister station, Freedom 1570, a whole different selection of hosts. So tune in. Both stations, shut your mouth. Don't complain. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> Two stations, no waiting. AM 12A, The Patriot, Freedom 1570. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Uh, we hope you uh, tune in and join us here. So we've had two stories this past week, and neither of them are directly related to the quote I'm going to read in just a moment here, and yet both of them are intimately related to the quote I'm about to read here. And I say this because sometime in the last week or so, the Minnesota Senate Republican uh, Caucus the, uh, the the group of Republicans uh, in the Senate, the thin majority of two votes in the, in the Minnesota State Senate that keeps this state relatively sane for now, uh, went statewide with its new agenda. And its new agenda covered a lot of territory. I mean, basically, the, its legislative goals for this next session. And one of its goals was to try and do something meaningful about crime in the metro area. And when referring to the metro area, when you hear conservatives, especially conservatives in or near the capital referring to the metro area, they do this because, well, that's where the crime is. And you see signs of this all around. For example, as, as we noted, uh, the owner of Ike's, which, as we pointed out in the last uh, uh, segment, Gene Winston, owner of uh, Ike's, which has closed in downtown Minneapolis uh, after 18 years of being one of my favorite establishments in downtown Minneapolis, leaving its suburban stores open and uh, busily cranking out the uh, the goodness. Winstead uh, told the Strib, uh, Star Tribune this past week, many issues made businesses difficult to operate downtown, including the perception that downtown Minneapolis is unsafe, though labor costs, operational costs, maintenance costs, and taxes also drove the need to cut down the expense uh, expense ratio. Uh, anyway, and, and by the way, uh, as Winstead points out, quote, get good guest counts at lunch and people think you're really making it, said Winstead, but it's a tough business these days, being a hospitality business entrepreneur in downtown Minneapolis. Apparently tougher than it is in Bloomington or at the airport or at the U.S. Bank Stadium or, by the way, at the suburban locations of a number of Minneapolis establishments that have closed in the last year and a half or so since the Minneapolis City Council got into the business of fixing wages at unrealistically unmarketable high levels. It's gotten much harder to run a restaurant. So, among the many causes for the closure of Ike's, among many other restaurants downtown, he lists the perception that downtown Minneapolis is a high-crime area. Now, I worked downtown for a year and a half. I have spent a fair chunk of the last 30 years in downtown Minneapolis. The crime rate is lower than it used to be. The perception is somewhat, well, it's accurate in areas and, and completely overblown in others. A lot of suffice to say when I hear people from Forest Lake or Woodbury saying, I would never go to downtown Minneapolis. Well, I mean, that's your choice. But honestly, if you watch where you're going, the crime isn't a whole lot worse than it is wherever you're from. But the perception is legitimate and people do get hurt and terrible things happen. And you're not far down in downtown Minneapolis. You're certainly not down the road too far from North Minneapolis where lots of bad things do happen. But so we got data point A. We'll come back to that some other time. Data point A, uh, restaurant closes, classic restaurant closes in downtown Minneapolis, citing, among many other things, the perception that, that downtown is dangerous and people choosing in greater numbers to vote with their feet and go places where they're not worried about getting carjacked, getting mugged, getting stabbed. Previous story, the Minnesota State Fair Board discussing uh, adding metal detectors to the entrances to the Minnesota State Fair. Exhibit 3, 
the uh, Minnesota State Senate Republican Caucus going statewide and saying, yeah, we need to start doing something about urban crime in Minneapolis and St. Paul. In response to that last, but also direct, oh, there was a, uh, Exhibit D, I should point out. Metro Transit is stepping up its security, uh, especially on its light rail platforms, because of a worrying increase in crime, including, by the way, I should point out the, the uh, stabbing of a relative of one of my parishioners, uh, my co-parishioners at my church, uh, a few months back on uh, one of the platforms. Uh, she's fine, but uh, as fine as you can be after having been stabbed. It was, it's not a, a special... <laughs> it's hard to say. It wasn't a serious stabbing, but on the other hand, I mean, it didn't put her in the hospital for a long time, didn't harm any uh, vital organs. It's about as good of a stabbing as you get. If you're going to get stabbed in the back by some scumbag on a train platform, of course. That's the big caveat there. So Metro Transit, Exhibit D, increasing security after many, many episodes that have gotten people worried about riding the train, not just after dark, but at all. So we have... Restaurants leaving town. We have Metro Transit upping security. We have the Senate Republican Caucus moving, see, seeing downtown crime as, as a politically actionable uh, thing. And we have, uh, we, we, we have other crimes being, uh, oh, yeah, many other crimes being committed in downtown Minneapolis. And a response, oh, at the State Fair in uh, the midway of St. Paul, halfway between the two downtowns, adding metal detectors. But you don't dare talk about it. Oh, no, this past week, Democrats who control, according to the Star Tribune, Democrats who control the House said the GOP was trying to stoke fear among Minnesotans. Quote, it's unfortunate that the playbook from Donald Trump and the Washington, D.C. Republicans is to demonize and divide said House Speaker Melissa Hortman in an interview. Quote, I'm really disappointed uh, to see Minnesota Republicans are going down that path. So the question I have for your Speaker of the House is, is the owner of Ike's a Republican? Gene Winstead? We don't know his politics. Being a bar owner, he might have become an entrepreneur. He may have become more conservative over time, whatever his politics are. Is the Minnesota State Fair Board a bunch of Republicans? Oh, I am here to tell you they are not. Thing is, the Minnesota DFL cannot deal with the cognitive dissonance. The fact is, there is a crime problem in downtown Minneapolis and throughout both of the Twin Cities, but they just can't say it in as many words. And the fact is, they can also have it both ways, because other than shows like this, no one's ever going to call them on it, at least with our media. Well, we come back much more. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. You're making it so hard to leave this Did you know that Montessori children are unusually adaptable? At Egan Montessori Academy, children are taught to work both independently and in groups. They are encouraged to make decisions from an early age. Thus, these children quickly become problem solvers who can make appropriate choices and manage their time well. Egan Montessori Academy offers award-winning, excellent, accredited programs for infants, toddlers, preschool, pre-K, and kindergarten. Your child will receive an excellent education for a great start in his or her academic life all while being nurtured in a safe and loving environment. At Egan Montessori, the number one goal is to make sure you, the parent, are 100% confident that your child is receiving the best possible care. Our highly trained teachers take great pride in communicating with you on a regular basis about any and all special milestones or needs that arise under their care. For a free, no-obligation tour, please go to emasouth.com. That's emasouth.com. Or call 651-788-7318. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to 
do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-218-9520. Did you know my mom's going to have a baby? She is? Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is going to be someone very special. You mean like being a president? Or maybe a doctor? Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. AM 12A.